0: The following program contains mature themes that may offend you and challenge you. As a result, you may paint an innumerable amount of Bristol boards, piss, and exhale fire. Call for the host to be disemboweled in the village square. Push for suppression, compelled speech, and an infinite number of deplatformings. Other listeners may experience the urge to laugh as we all hurl towards Armageddon. Tolerate diversity of thought. Control their childlike emotional impulses. Stop taking everyone and everything so seriously. But either way, listener discretion is advised. This is Unmentionable, an unhealthy dose of realism with your host, Jordan Power. Mm. 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 Welcome to another week of Unmentionable Podcast. I'm Jordan Power. This is Shivy, my producer, still in Toronto, but very quickly leaving this piece of shit town that... I've noticed people are uh, not defending as much as they used to. Usually when I would say that, before people get all insecure, right? Because yeah. they're like, did I make a bad decision in life? Why am I in this town? That yeah. Jordan keeps saying is shit. Like, it's not shit. It's not shit. But denial can only go for so long. Sure. So there was a lot of that. But then I kind of woke people up where they were like, yeah, it's kind of. it kind of is shit. <laughs> good, good point. <laughs> you were just kind of ahead of the curve. And here's an example of it being shit. Um, now... This episode's uh, ten like, days ago. Yeah, we're we're in some <laughs> weird time warp. We've been recording different things. <laughs> I don't know when this music. will air, but if you want to know how I spent my New Year's Eve, well, first of all, I wanted to just for New Year's. I had spoken to my friends, and like I've always hated New Year's. Like, I just don't, I, I don't, it's annoying. Everything's overpriced. The There's always lines. Or like the, I just just the festival. I just don't, it's just always a big hoopla and you have to like right. do, I, I don't like, it's just like, whatever. So I had plans to just hang out with my boy, Bruce. Uh, yeah. And people think these things are sad. I said, you know what's sad? Talking to your ex-boyfriend for an hour, which happened the other night. <laughs> that's what I consider sad. <laughs> you know, like, that's what I wanted to avoid. <laughs> and I got stuck in it. And I was like, oh, yeah, th- why did I even date you? What? <laughs> That's literally what I came out of that. What I was like, I dated this. Oh my God. Like, was this a low point? Like, yeah, you really have that. You're like, I dated this. Yeah. This- that was, I don't mean that in like a, like, he's not a bad person, but I was like, yeah, we are not the same person. No, 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 no. Like, at one point in the conversation, I called someone retarded and he goes, um, yeah, we don't say that word anymore. I said, I do. I still do. I'm still holding on. Wow. I don't use it that often. Obviously, it comes out here and there, but it was just one of, kind of one of those things that I was like, anyway, so.
1: <laughs> what a
0: This how people, this is how you just burn. The bridges just go. This, is not- this had to leave this city. <laughs> I have to leave. I've made a quite a mess of this town. I just want to get in my car with Shivam and go to America. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I have burned so many fucking bridges, especially with my old podcast. I go into like bars and just people glaring at me. Like, you said this about me. Yeah, I fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Anyway. I imagine people coming on the show, oh, fart jars. <laughs> Toronto fucking sucks. <laughs> Toronto fucking sucks. It's like, I'm getting kind of one note. Anyway, so I go to this bar. My friend's like, let's go to this bar, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I can't hurt, whatever. So they basically dragged me out. Uh, to this bar and the, the bar. Well, I just shiv. I'm, I'm 35, <laughs> dude. I have been to every bar, every party all over the world. It's just at some point, it just loses. I'm not saying I don't like to like go out, like I'll, like in a nice yeah. cocktail bar, I like nice dinners and stuff like that. But like, you just kind of move into the transitory phase where you're just, just kind of like old, not That's- even just old. Like, I would rather just the, the other reason to go to San Diego is just like, I would rather spend my New Year's like surfing having a fire right, on the beach right. and then waking up not getting so fucked up and drunk that the next day i could go hiking or a bike ride right. to me that's like life right not this shit box of a town like <laughs> you know so i'm in this bar and we walk in and immediately you know the fucking gestapo starts where it's like vaccine passport blah, 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 you know the whole thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and i get in there and they tell us uh that there's gonna be uh, a 9 p.m fake countdown because the rules in Toronto right now are that bars have to cl- stop serving alcohol at ten p.m. No, then eleven no, p.m. This happened to you? Yeah, and I said no way. That I deb- I debated jumping out the window at that point, but I was like, I have no, I have something to live for, and it's San Diego. But I was in the bar, and there we walked in, and the guys like, yeah, so we'll be passing out champagne and like these things at nine p.m. We we're having like a fake countdown, right? Fuck. And I just at that uh, and th- at that point. Of hearing that, the uh mater I don't even call it a mater D, but let's just say the person like organizing the whole thing sachets up to us and also lets us know that uh just a reminder that there will just a reminder guys there will also be no dancing tonight. So it's like every little Once. bit of joy would just be sucked out of the bar. Why? And I, at that point I just started I just looked at my friends and I said I'm ready to leave. I said, this is a perfect example of like, I'm, re- I'm in a bar. I've just had my medical papers examined. There's a fake countdown <laughs> and there'll be no dancing or joy had within said bar. And it's like, get me the fuck out of here. Get me the fuck out of here. So anyway, this is what I was going to tell you As I left the bar. I go to this house party, whatever. I'm just not really feeling it. I'm, like, a little too drunk because, you know, I'm just trying to drink away. Just trying to, like... suppress those feelings. Yeah, I'm just, like, (laughs) getting closer to death, (laughs) as close to death as I can get because I'll find a peace there, you know? And uh, I get to this party. So, my friends are, like... It's, like, 11.40. It's, like, 20 minutes to the countdown. I don't even care. The real one, this time. Yeah, the real countdown. But, again, I don't really care about New Year's. I'm not, like, a downer. I just don't really see the... Yeah, well, it's time's not even real. Like, like it's all made up. like... (laughs) Like, it's true. I, I, it's true. I, I feel it. It's I just a day. It, yeah. It's just another night. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, cool, fireworks, whatever. Yeah. So I tell my friends that I'm going to another party because I was going to meet my friend at his party. But then I leave the the other, the first party. I walk outside. It's 1140. And I'm like, I don't even want to go there. But then I realized this is how much I love my dog. I realized that when the fireworks goes off, there's nothing Bruce hates more then fireworks. fireworks it truly sends him into like an anxiety tailspin he has like a mental breakdown yeah. so i was like eleven forty, and i was like i want to spend like midnight with bruce he's like my favorite person yeah and also like bruce is a bruce is his dog just for people who don't know i just said he was my dog <laughs> if they can't let's go listen to another podcast if he can't even figure that basic thing when i just said it um and so i go so i get an uber i get back to like it's like eleven. I get home at like eleven fifty seven, and like my I'm like walking in my security guard's kind of giving me this look like everyone's like it's like Outside. it's like about to happen, yeah. and I'm just like I don't even care. Look at this sad fuck going yeah. back to his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> so I so I walk in and it's like eleven fifty seven. You know, just like you know blah blah, blah blah and the second that midnight hits the fireworks go off at the water and they go off at nathan phillips square yeah. which is very close to my apartment yeah. don't get cute and come by <laughs> and uh and they're going off and i and bruce is having the worst because oh, my windows no. were shaking they were so intense i was getting yeah, the sound
1: we, we could hear like, it was so much bass in the yeah seconds. i was get, and you're getting
0: sound from yeah. both directions so you're hitting the sound wave so the whole place is like sh- shaking and you know i'm a dramatic guy. it was like you know he just felt it <laughs> And Bruce is running around Crying Screaming oh no. going, I'm trying to hold him He's getting away from me And at one point He just goes into the closet And uh, hides in the corner of the closet Like makes himself a little thing to escape And starts crying
1: Oh no I know
0: And and I was like I made the right decision Because like he would have gone yeah. through all that Without you. Alone And yeah. I'm like I love him the most oh. You know That's who I wanted to kiss at midnight Yeah. And I just stayed with Bruce And I was like that's when you know you're thirty-five. Like really, like that's yeah, like yeah. really hits you fast. <laughs> but I don't regret it. That's the thing, it's no, like everyone's yeah. trying to make me think like like the one year I went to Thailand by myself and I spent and I was there like for New Year's Eve, I was just like reading a book in bed. And I was like, Oh, it's New Year's Eve. Like I didn't even remember. Wow. But it's not like it's just like no, that's I, get I, was, I don't put I a lot of weight in it. Till
1: eleven fifteen. You asked me to go have fun. Yeah. I was like, I was like, no, like let me just finish like a little bit more. And I was like, also writing on the side. Of my video was exporting. I was like, I really want to also go, but like not as because I wanted to go. It was more like FOMO, like I would have fear of missing out. Sure. But then I, I also think like it's not gonna last long. That FOMO is gonna fade away in a year or two. Like by by the time I'm twenty 27, 28, twenty eight, I'll be like reading a book and like fucking. Well, I just
0: whatever. want like I would prefer to be like have my own house. Yeah. Now La Jolla, Ocean View Three bedroom, two bath Have I thought it out? Sure Do I know the square footage? At least 2800 <laughs> Have I gone on REMAX most days of the week? Yes i'm visualizing it's like that board the secret yeah,
1: vision board yeah
0: but you don't have brain damage it's like imagine that like you would actually make it happen versus like when you like cut it out in tahiti and you put it on your board You're like one day i'll go to tahiti it's like it's not a dream bitch you can just put your fucking credit card in and go there that's not something that you create. it's not like a goal relax anyway so i think about it and that's just what i want i want like friends over and a bunch of people and just like that kind of vibe i like backyards i like that kind of vibe I don't, this doesn't work for me anymore. I really have aged out of this city. Anyway, what I wanted to tell you about is that, um, okay, so I did disclose on the podcast that I uh, had the Omicron virus. <gasps> yeah. And that, by the way, if you get COVID, it's, it's a moral failing. You're a bad person. You need to remind yourself that and write an article on theatlantic.com about it. Like, because that's just a new <laughs> thing is like people feel like bad that they got a virus that's, like, moving millions of times a day. Yeah. And they're, like <laughs> supposed to feel bad. It's like, did you ever feel bad about the other ones? <laughs> so, my friend, I will not say his name. He tells me that he wants to go get a PCR test. Yeah. Okay? So, I volunteer to drive him to this place <laughs> to also I get, do you know where this is going? going? <laughs> to also get a PCR test, okay? Yeah. Also, because he does not have a car.
1: Uh, did you have uh, the virus at that time when he wanted to go?
0: Uh, yes. But oh, the, so but, but it was a place where um, it was symptomatic. So the way it works is essentially some of them are like you go if you're asymptomatic. Now, this place was a symptomatic COVID testing place. You would book an appointment it was all the way up in Brampton, right? Where your people live. <laughs> so, uh, exclusively. Still, like, really. One hour away from here. Yeah. Yeah. About that. So anyway, we go to this place. It's a symptomatic COVID center, right? Now, we walk in, there's a woman sitting behind the desk. She's wearing two masks. That's my mom. Yeah. <laughs> your aunt, your cousin, aunt. blah, blah, blah. Okay. So they're all there behind the plastic, you know, That's and awesome. they've got two masks on and sort of like that I don't know, not like a full PPE it's like PP, that half PPE, you know, like not the not the like hardcore hospital one, but it's yeah. just like kinda like a gown. And my friend, let's call him George walks up to the counter and says and the woman says uh,
2: can i get your
0: uh, can i get your name please oh my God. what's your name <laughs> and george who is blunt like me just looks at her and goes i think you have covid <laughs> <laughs> now that's the one thing you don't say in the covid testing yeah. center right now these bitches at this covid test so there's there's her there's another girl she's like 25 and there's the other girl that's doing the actual test yeah. she's she's the biggest target but what's so funny we were <laughs> laughing about it later is like she first thing she does is when when he says george says that to her the woman just goes like no I, no I don't no no I don't and she's immediately getting scared these bitches are working i don't even think they're nurses they're working at the symptomatic covid testing center We're. A person's coming in every 10 to 15 minutes coughing with yeah. COVID-19. They're sitting ducks. Like, any day now, one of them is going to get it. It's just inevitable. Yeah. Even with the plastic, even with the, like, double mass, it's like, they're going to get it. Like
1: Definitely. Yeah.
0: I don't even know how you would staff a place like that because people would just be getting sick all the time. But once you get
1: sick and you come back, you have antibodies, and now you can just walk for, like, three more months.
0: Well, the one... Well, so she said... Because I talked to the one girl beside her, and I was like, "You know, you guys were like working here. Like, pe- there's sick people getting in all day." And like, she told me that like she had, co- she's like, "Oh, I've already had COVID 46 times." Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, 46 times, Shiva. Th- is that? Even she close spent to- more. She had more sick days than she did days actually working.
1: If, if you even calculate like 10 days for every time.
0: <laughs> it's clearly, it's, it's clearly not being serious. Oh my God. I, like, I wanted to see if you would believe holy it. Holy
1: shit. I did not. That's, that's what I was like. If you like really calculate four sixty days, that's like more than a year of COVID. What the
0: fuck? I'm just saying like, they probably, cause like every time there's a new variant, they probably get sick. They probably had variants you haven't even heard of. Yeah. Those bitches are sitting ducks. They're getting infected like every week. So I was like, every time you have a new variant, you can get reinfected. That's the idea, right? When people say I have natural immunity, they usually mean to Delta. Mm-hmm. But then I know someone who's had COVID twice now because it's different variants. So it's like, anytime someone brings in a new variant, these bitches are getting fucking railed and reinfected <laughs> over and over. <laughs> and I feel like when they hire them, the only perk is they go like, oh, yeah, unlimited sick days. Like, <laughs> you'll be sick. <laughs> Trust me. You'll be, you'll be off more than you'll be working. <laughs> Just keep just keep pretending the plastic's gonna (laughs) protect you with the six foot at the at the top and two feet at the bottom, and your paper mask. I can I get your health card, please. (laughs) I think you have COVID. (laughs) No, I don't. No, 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 I don't have COVID.
1: Wait, what about that story you you were gonna tell us? Someone was holding their breath. One of your friends.
0: Oh okay so george oh it's the same guy it's the same guy he's all over the board (laughs) george called me laughing to tell me that he was in his building he got well he got covid he started isolating doing the right thing in the building you know but sometimes you know when you have a dog and stuff like that people will leave the building okay so george tried not to leave the building but got to a port got to a point where his partner couldn't take the dog out so it was his time to go out right so he's like oh fuck i gotta i gotta go down the elevators i'm full on just shedding virus everywhere (laughs) like i'm so (laughs) contagious i'm probably peaking and contagious (laughs) okay so he gets in the elevator goes late at night gets in the elevator has a mask on but you know fucking bullshit and, you, and you'll know it's bullshit when you when you hear this whole story you really know it's bullshit Gets in the elevator The floors are going down 27, 26, 25 He thinks he's in the clear 14th floor stops Woman gets in That he knows So what he does Is He just starts holding his breath <laughs> He goes Hello Good morning. But she but it's the worst yeah. part because she knows him already, even yeah. was just a random. You don't have to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, Oh my god, George starts up a whole conversation. <laughs> well, there's only so long you can be a dick and rude for. Yeah, yeah. So he's holding his breath like this, and the door's closing, <laughs> and she's like that. And then she keeps asking him all these questions, and at some point it's just too rude, too rude. And this is what he said, the line he gave to me, he goes. And I knew I was in there. He goes, and I knew I had the bullet in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he goes I knew I was ready Like I was just full fi-. Think about that yeah. you're just filled with virus Yeah. And so she asks him a couple questions Blah blah How's blah it going, And, and he gets down in the bottom and he just kind of Like kind of explodes and answers her questions yeah. And then immediately feels guilty And he's like that's crazy Like you know it's we were in an elevator for like 15 seconds Yeah. You know blah 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 We're each wearing the mask. that don't work Truthaboutthemask.com and anyways, leaves the building. Probably 4 days goes by. He sees another girl he knows, Michelle. Yeah. And Michelle's walking with the dog. With with a dog and he goes, isn't okay, let's say the girl in the elevator was Carol. Yeah. So Michelle's walking with a dog and my friend goes, "Hey, what isn't that Carol's dog? <laughs> Why are you walking Carol's dog?" And she goes, Oh yeah, Carol. She, you know, she she, got- she came down with all Oh my god! <laughs> and he knew at that very moment. He was like, oh, he, she's like, yeah. She knows she's been really careful, but one elevator ride with the bullet in his mouth, and the bitch went fucking down <laughs> hard. My
1: gosh. I feel bad for laughing.
0: It's funny that because she's (laughs) not on the ventilator, but it'd be a little different. This story would be a little different. It's like if she was dead. Yeah, yeah. But it's omicron It's (laughs) mild. But that's so funny. Is like people don't realize even before COVID, how many people went to see their grandma. True. Because we've got it in our heads now about viral transfer. They went to see their grandma. They felt a little under the weather. Gave her a hug, whatever, and then found out like she died randomly, like four or five days later. It's like. Yeah. We all pass things to people. That was just part of life, right? Yeah, but she went down. She went down hard, dude. <laughs> we don't know for sure if it was him. I don't think so, but it is it fucking hilarious. Happened if it to was. me too.
1: Like I was in a building, uh, and I felt like I have the virus. I was going somewhere, and while I was coming up floors, I had to go to like twenty seventh floor, and I was coming up the lift stops in the middle and so like this building i was in they have a rule like your building like only two people can enter at the same time but like anytime i'm in any building i just let anyone come in i'm like yeah just come in like i don't give a shit
0: about the rules and shit yeah that wouldn't fly here they'd shoot you
1: yeah but like uh so in that building i did that i i i was going up 11th floor the lift open up and i knew i have COVID, but like because I'm, I'm a good guy so and there, there was like a family Three kids, Chinese kids, like little ones, and then, like, two moms or whatever, like, a big sister or mom, whatever. They were like, oh, can we come in? We have to go to the 26th floor. And I was like, Uh oh, okay, yeah, you guys can come in. Because, like, I didn't want to be an Of asset. course.
0: You don't want to say, I literally have COVID yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they'll scream and report exactly, you. exactly.
1: Exactly. So I just let them enter in. And then the, the little kid, he was like, oh, my God, we're breaking rules. Yeah. And I went, yeah. And I, like inside, I was like, no, no, please don't get COVID because of me. Oh shit, oh, shit. And then I felt like so bad for like so many days. I was like, did I give them COVID? Because I wanted to be a good guy. But am I also a bad guy? Like, it's a paradox, bro.
0: I think. Listen, I think if the person coming to, if you saw the person coming to the elevator, yeah, right. If you had, if you had COVID and you saw somebody in the elevator and there were like eighty seven on crutches, yeah, probably, probably disclose at that point. <laughs> yeah. I would say, yeah. if they're like on death's door, like I probably would just be like, you know. But other than that, I
1: was like in the corner, like literally pushing myself into the corner. You (laughs) weren't doing shit.
0: Well, actually, I do know a guy in Miami that he was really scared of COVID at the beginning, and he said that he got it from a person in his building in the elevator. Is he did say that because it was the only time he left, Uh, so he got it within. So it is that contagious? Is that you could get it within? Plus, it's airborne. Yeah, but but that was the original strain of COVID, and I partied all over the U.S. for like a year and a half, went crazy and never got it, boom, the second Omicron's here, it's like everyone I know has it. I, I know like four people who don't have it mm. at this current time. That's how contagious it is. Yeah, those numbers you see on TV are, are, are fucking, those are not the numbers. No way. There, it's, it, there was one doctor that said it's 10 times what you see on TV, so you see 20,000 cases. It's Bro, like,
1: my house and my friend's house, in total, 17 people, okay? Uh, basement included, every, everyone. all The whole houses had COVID, and only like two people got tested. For real. So, like, other 15 people did not even get tested. Sure. And now they're fine. Sure. Yeah. I didn't get tested, but I know I kind of had it because my friends had it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now I feel you. Okay. Well. Who's. So, why did we do the show? Who is this? Now we need to change <laughs> tone. I don't even know if from, it is changing from tone. From coughing to farting. This bitch is farting in jars. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch be farting in jars I say that as a t- term of endearment By the way I know yeah. the feminists get mad And say like That's We were degraded by the patriarchy In that term I say that because I enjoy her I actually quite enjoyed My chat with her so, yeah. What I like about her Is she has all the The keys to success One of those being Is that she Does not care about Give a fuck Yeah judgment or whatever it's just about turning a profit blah 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 so steph matto is her name she was on 90 day fiance the first the, they did an lgbt dyke edition that she was on with some antifa dyke where you know <laughs> blah 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 Oh my god! <laughs> i'm just saying I, I took a quick look and i said wow that's a t- that's a type of person that will throw a brick at your business in portland so she was on that show and then she went on again and then uh, she gained notoriety because she had an OnlyFans where she made over a million dollars. Kill me now, but good for her. And people were requesting farts, fart videos, farting on her clothing items, sending it to them. And then so she said, uh uh-uh. uh, you know, Gary Vee, all these Ty Lopez freaks yeah. that he likes. <laughs> What? Grifters, liars, <laughs> thieves—you know, it's twenty twenty two now. They're <laughs> everywhere, but not Steph. So she, entrepreneur wise, was like, "Oh, I I should sell my farts to these men that want them." Her starting price was a thousand dollars, and she announced on our show an exclusive three exclusive news three exclusive news one of those we'll just give it to you now she's retiring from selling farts Ooh. it was a short career of selling short farts lived. but if you do the math she sold uh over two hundred thousand so let's say yeah. over two hundred thousand dollars of farts it worked now she has a fart nft she talks a little bit about that but man i gotta tell you like I go into these things. Here's what here's what's throwing me off about society lately. I go into these things in these interviews, such a normal, level headed person. Yeah. And I'm like, she's getting the last laugh. She is. She's getting the last laugh. That that's why that's why she said that guy was so mad at her. Yeah. Cause he can't he can't do that. You don't think Shivam wants to sell his parts yeah. to people? <laughs> There's just not a lot of demand for Shivam's farts. If there is, please let me know, guys. If there is, let us know. But let him know. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Truly. Um, anyway, so let's play that clip of her. Do you have the interview of her on TMZ before we get to her? We're going to put all her information in the show notes. Um. If you want to get a little information about where you could contact her. She might do a course telling people how to sell their farts. You'll hear it all in the interview.
2: I've been getting requests for farting videos and fart scented underwear jars of farts for many months now ever since i launched my new platform unfiltered which is a not safe for work friendly subscription site um i've just been getting tons and tons of messages from my longtime fans my most devoted fans and pretty much they've told me that if i choose to sell this stuff they're gonna buy it and that there's like there's no price that they won't pay so out of just sheer curiosity to see if they were being serious i decided to release it And as luck would have it, I sold out.
1: How much longer do you think you're going to keep this up?
0: Stop it there. Um, Because we know the answer. We know the answer. She's officially retired. Anyways, here's the interview with Stephanie. Enjoy. I was going to actually ask you if there's anything we can't talk about. But, like, we're kind of similar people. Like, I wrote a book called Famous Anus. So I like We're on a dif- The similar wavelength I feel like Where we're just we're, we're stigmatized By society In like different ways So Okay So I won- yeah. <laughs> part, part Famous Anus Is the name of the book Yeah
1: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Is it not? A,
0: it's just a memoir of me being a whore and debauchery in my 20s. And and I'm gay. So I just came up. One day I was walking with my friend and he's like, What are you going to name your book? And I was like, Famous. I think like, I go, I was, I was thinking of titles. What about like Famous Anus? And my friend just looked at me and he's like, It's amazing. amazing
2: yeah. And I was like, Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I want to read it. Yeah. You definitely should read it. It's, it's incredible. Okay. So I um, love <laughs> I just call gotta, my work yeah. incredible. Yeah. I'm I'm delusional. <laughs> I talk about myself, <laughs>
2: so
0: Here's the, and I swear we'll get into the farts, but, like, I, I I talk about myself in a way that, like, um, you know, I don't, like, love myself to whatever degree, but, like, you get to a point, I think, in life where you're just kind of like, yeah, I'm pretty happy with myself and my talents that I've worked on, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, but this weird culture is, like, Lizzo will come on and be like, love yourself, whatever, but you realize everyone just hates themselves, so when you start loving yourself and expressing that, people get angry, they're like, no, 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 yes. stay down here with yeah. us, please. So it's all bullshit. Mm, I agree. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I just my thing is, like, I just say the most ridiculous shit just to trigger people on purpose. Yes. 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 <laughs> and it's so, it, it's so, they don't
0: realize how much power they give to you by reacting so easily to what you say. Yeah. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's classic. Okay. So this is Stephanie Matto. She was on 90 Day Fiance, and we'll talk about that in a second and but we saw you going viral tiktok everywhere tmz youtube i mean you're literally everywhere and i was googling you i was like damn this is is a big deal um because you were selling your farts for a thousand dollars i noticed in the beginning you were discounting the farts half price and then you Mm -hmm. realized that they were so hot that you just went right to a thousand
2: Well, there were some people that, like, insisted on paying the full price. They were like, no, I don't care if it's on sale for $500. Like, part of the kink is that they are spending $1,000. Yeah, it's like a financial domination thing. A little bit of, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so.
0: (laughs) So you built up this fan (laughs) fan base from 90 Day Fiance, and then did you start Mm -hmm. an OnlyFans, and essentially people were requesting the farts? Is that the impetus for this?
2: So I've actually been on YouTube for eight years Okay. and uh, the majority of my audience on my YouTube channel was horny middle-aged men that just liked watching a young blonde woman talk about her dating life and her sex life. And so like 90 day, it was like a little extra push, but I mean, most of the people watching 90 day fiance are like old women from the Midwest. So it's like, it's not really, you know, feeding into They my wouldn't buy, the buy your farts. They're
0: not your fart, your demo. <laughs> yeah. you they're, fart not my, they're
2: not my demographic. <laughs> they're so, useless. So uh, a yeah. lot of it- A lot of it was my fans from my YouTube channel that have, like, stuck by me for many years now. They're very loyal fans. And it's like, I hate to say this, but I could, like, literally be selling a leaf that I found on the ground to them, and they'd buy it, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and here I am dancing like a fucking idiot for Patreon people. I know. Right? Yeah, it's like, why do I bother? I should just start selling my blood or something like that. Like, I don't even know.
1: Yeah.
0: I got... Well, I th- I saw your story, and I was kind of like, you know what? I'm farting every day. We all are, sometimes yeah. more than others. And here you are turning a profit. Like, I'm the fool, I feel like.
2: Mm, well, there you know, it comes at a cost. It comes at a personal cost.
0: So what is the personal uh,
2: cost? I mean, I'm forever going to be Fart Jar Girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on your tombstone. It'll be Here Lies Whoa. Fart Jar <laughs> You know what, sometimes I feel like, now here's the thing, if you went far char and you did it and didn't make any money, then it's like, that's the gamble, right? But in your situation, you made bank, so it's like, we always do that in life, we're all like, you know, we all just sell out for certain things, that's just what it is, and so I think your situation, if you've made hundreds of thousands of dollars doing this, joke's on them.
2: I agree. And I have gotten to a point in my life now. I'm like 31. I really don't care what people think of me. I sleep so well at night and they could think I'm fart jar girl, like whatever. At least I'm not like a dictator of a country, you know, (laughs) like. I'm not killing people. No. I'm not making genocides.
0: You're also not True. shoved in a cubicle at some job you hate wanting to blow your brains out like yeah. most of those people commenting. So it is kind of like yeah. you laugh. You get to laugh. Yeah. Okay. So, you, so tell me about, I never watched this show, 90 Day Fiance. What is the general concept?
2: Um, So I was on a spinoff of 90 Day Fiance. It's just basically about the K-1 visa process in the US. You meet somebody from another country, they come to the US on this three month K-1 visa, you have to get married in 30 days. And I was on the before the 90 days version, which means that I went to another country to meet my significant other for the first time. And I was part of the first same sex couple. It was like notoriously bad. People said that I was faking being bisexual just to get on the show, which is Mm -hmm. not true. They were saying that I was faking a relationship to be on the show debatable (laughs) but um you know
0: now the person that you were had you ever does it work like this person is just shown to you day one you don't get any like intel about the person
2: Oh, no, we had actually known each other for almost a year and we talked online. We had developed a little bit of a flirtatious relationship and I proposed to her the idea of going on this show. I said, hey, like, you know, I really like you. You really like me. You know, you want to quit your job and like sell earrings. I want to just exist and make money. Let's go on this show together. And she agreed to do it. And then it kind of spiraled, escalated, and became so out of control. We both liked each other. But when I met her in person, I decided that I only liked her as a friend. And that was because of just, like, really big differences in our personalities and in our lifestyles. I was like, there's no way this could ever logically work. So, like, let's just have fun on the show. And that's it. But she wanted something more serious, I think.
0: Well, I saw on your Instagram that you said that your mom fled communist Czechoslovakia. And Mm -hmm. looking at that girl, I don't want to typecast, but she seemed like a, how do I put it, commie? (laughs)
2: Um, She is, um, she's a specific brand of...
0: Leftist, uh, Gen Z lunatic?
2: Gen Z type, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I'm bisexual, but I kind of, I'm not like super outspoken like a lot of my LGBT friends mm. are. Yes, yes. Um I kinda of like, you know, I just want to talk about farts. So <laughs>
0: exclusive. That's I don't want to
2: talk about human rights.
0: <laughs> He's like left, right political opinions. I'm just want to talk about farts.
2: Farts. It just farts it just all the time. I get it. I yeah. get
0: it. I, I put. I don't like anyone uh, on the extreme fringes, like extreme left, extreme right, because I just feel like they're just they're they're almost intolerant of anyone else's opinions. Yeah, and most people we're are both, in the middle. Yeah, I'm a
2: total moderate in the middle. People who you know are both sides of the spectrum are equally annoying to me. So. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy though because like everything on like social media happens to always like spark a, a like a political debate and I'm just like this is about farts why are we talking about capitalism <laughs> <laughs> I have
0: seen it I have seen a couple comments of people saying that that, that this is something wrong they they've spun it into capitalism something about that Yeah <laughs> What I love about those people is like they claim to be marxists and then they live in you know one a, a wonderful country where everything's delivered to them and they exploit people all around the world to get the things they want like their iPhones and their clothes and stuff like that
1: true. and you're like
0: they're like you're like you're at the top of the food chain exploiting people in other countries while saying and then the then the, their defense i've heard from people that i call it for being marxist is their defense is well i would give up all my creature comforts and the things i have in life if mm-hmm. i could just stop i don't want to exploit people like i'll just give it all up and i said sure you yeah. first you go ahead we're going to take everything away from you that you enjoy
2: i agree and you know what they're the ones that are exploit i'm not exploiting anybody except my colon and my <laughs> i thought body. you were going to say
0: my butthole i was like that would have been <laughs> my butthole.
2: well i i really i mean that's part of the reason why i'm going into retirement is because i had a really bad health scare
0: okay and okay so hold on Let, actually... we don't want to we yeah. don't, We have an exclusive that well well you just ruined it but basically the exclusive <laughs> <laughs> damn it we got you for your last jar promotional jar fart promotional interview with us yeah. but i want to i want to end this uh this loop here okay so you go on the show so at some point I, I promise i'll watch it i won't watch it i'll be honest but uh in some point you just say to the person i'm not interested in you therefore we're not going to get engaged is that the idea
2: I mean, that was kind of what happened. I told her that this was not going to proceed any further and that I just wasn't really even physically attracted to her. She just wasn't my type. Mm -hmm. Um, She's still a pretty girl, but, you know, there's just, there was just something missing, some kind of chemistry, Intangible, and I, I think yeah. she she just didn't she didn't like the rejection, the fact that the rejection was on television in front of millions of people. That was also something that didn't sit well with her. So I mean, our breakup was so like nasty and bitter. I mean, to this day, it's been almost two and a half years now. I mean, we're both blocked on all of our social media accounts.
0: I think that's healthy, and I I, I know it sounds like I'm making a joke joke there, but I always tell people like. You can always unblock someone, but I find like after a relationship ends, it's really healthy to just go in this, I wouldn't call it a relationship, but you know what I mean. And uh, Mm -hmm. it's healthy to kind of go into this cocoon and start living your life away from that person until you feel like you're kind of healed or something has happened. So I have done that with people because I don't want to see them on my feed like with someone else. It just gives you that like pain in your heart.
2: Yeah. And with her, it's just, we tried to have productive discussions where we would sit and try to talk to each other about our feelings. And we both just had such different versions of what went down that at one point it was like going around in circles. And I realized there was never going to be a compromise. It was either going to be me kneeling, like bowing down saying, yes, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm a piece of shit, which is actually what I did, but that still wasn't enough. So I was like, "Okay, you want me to you want me to kill myself?
0: No, because it's the it's the Marxist <laughs> victimhood complex. It's it's really intense. Yeah. And you, I thought you were about to say, I got on my knees and start eating her pussy.' And I was like, whoa. Oh
2: no! <laughs> what the hell?' Probably would have worked out. This is
0: a very professional show. We don't talk about stuff like that. <laughs>
1: we just talk about
2: fire
0: charts. We just talk about fire charts. <laughs> so okay, so so that ends. And then I also saw that you went back on the show with a man, and did you guys get engaged? Did I mess that so up? No, I'm actually
2: currently on a new season it's called 90 day single life and i'm dating both men and women and i was dating a woman on the show up until a few episodes ago but she ghosted me so then i switched back to penises
0: now what's the difference i'm sure you get this question a lot but like your general impressions dating men women uh Mm -hmm. what are yeah what are the upsides downsides just the general summation of the whole process
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, honestly i feel that uh women they they require a lot more tending to than men do men are just kind of like you know just have sex with them a couple times a week look kind of presentable (laughs) and cute yeah women it's like like, like, oh my god it's like a freaking it's like taking care of like a flower that's always dying and a man man is a snake plant you water it like once, once every in, 3 yeah. months it'll yeah. be there yeah
0: i mean my sister's a lesbian and she tells me that her she she'll tell me stories like oh me and my girlfriend got in we had we talk about our feelings sometimes for 3 4 hours a day and i'm like how do you get anything done <laughs> Like you work eight hours a day, yeah. then you do three, four hours, and then what do you just go to bed and that's your whole life? Like I don't understand. Where are you laundry? It's, yeah, laundry when, when taxes, you laundry? like I don't know. It seems like a nightmare. But and then what do you do do you ever get uh guys saying to you because you're bisexual, assuming that you're going to invite your best girlfriend in the room with the cheerleader outfit on, it's gonna be his big fantasy.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, as soon as I tell a man that I'm bisexual, like, oh, yeah, I've always wanted a threesome. <laughs> like, Can I be the sandwich? <laughs> it's like, I want to be the
0: sandwich in the middle of the
2: sandwich. It's, uh, it's always the assumption. I've never had a threesome in my life, though, so I don't know. You're I'd missing probably... out.
0: It's something. It's something. It's that something. You... Well, it's like I found that when I was doing it, I just started laughing. When I was doing it because, well, let's be honest, I was the pig in the pig roast. So I started laughing because I was like, I'm a pig. I just said out loud, I'm a pig. And the one guy's like, what? And I was like, nothing. But I was the pig. Like I was, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm the roast. I just need the apple in my mouth but it was a penis. Oh
2: my god.
0: You know? have a ball gag? No, it w- I had a penis. Like I was literally I was doing the right I did it right. I did it technically <laughs> correct. Oh I was on four all fours receiving and then blowing and then I was like I'm the pig. I started laughing because I'm a comedian. Like I don't take anything seriously. Yeah. I should when I'm doing that. Oh
2: my goodness. But that I'm was. Fragile. I don't know if I could have a threesome. I might have like an existential crisis. She's like, afterwards. I don't
0: want to be the pig. I don't want to be a pig.
2: <laughs> yeah. I just want to do the parts of oh jokes. I'd be like, no, I'd be like psychoanalyzing the whole situation. Like, oh my God, were they paying more attention to them than to me? Like, what's wrong with me? Yeah, Why are they not yeah. like me? Well,
0: my friend's also in a poly relationship where you date two people. And from my vantage point, it seems like. I don't have the energy to juggle the emotional needs of like two people, let alone one. So that's mm-hmm. that to me seemed like a nightmare. I was like, I don't everyone's got so many insecurities and then always talk want to talk about their feelings. I just don't even have time barely for one person. So Man,
2: no, yeah, no. absolutely not. I could <laughs> no never. Feelings, no. And I'm so jealous on top of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. OK, so let's get yeah. to the farts. So you get a couple messages from people, I'm guessing, requesting farts and you go and a little light bulb goes on and you go like, I should do this for a living.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like last year I was on OnlyFans before I branched out and created my own adult platform called Unfiltered. And when I was on OnlyFans, I made about a million dollars in one year off of just like doing OnlyFans casually. And this is no this is no joke. This is no lie. I, I became a millionaire from OnlyFans. So I was doing like lots of like weird fetishy videos, like like smushed face fetish type stuff, um, you know, uvula fetish, just random, random things. And people would message me all the time asking me for fecal matter and for farts. And I always thought it was a joke and I would just laugh it off thinking that they're just fucking with me. But then it got to the point where I had launched my new platform, Unfiltered, and I'm on there and people are still asking me. So I'm like, all right, let me just like chuck on these fart jars, put them on sale, see if they sell. And they literally sold out in two days.
0: Okay, so take us through day one. You literally buy Mm -hmm. like a mason jar?
2: Yes. On Amazon, I bought in bulk these cute little jars. They're actually meant for homemade yogurt. And (laughs) (laughs) I bought like... I bought little rose petals, but they're made out of fabric, so they don't smell. And um, I started to develop a method of doing it. I had a few practice jars, and I actually had one of my friends come over and beta test the jars to see if it, if it would really smell. And That's we a good would like friend. let them sit. Oh. Good friend, right? We're very comfortable. This friend and I. I mean, she's like checked my ask for hemorrhoids and and like weird shit like that so like you know she's a she's She's a a ride or die
0: she's a ride or die (laughs) yeah
2: she's a ride or die so um so she checked the smell (laughs) and the best technique was not to fart into the jar but to fart directly onto the flower petal Mm. and then put it in the jar and then seal it and then tape it
0: i would think you'd go super fast because there'd also be like it'd be like in the air surrounding the jar
2: yeah. Well, here's the thing. When you put the flower petal up to your butt, it also kind of like touches your butt. Mm. You, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say I wiped my ass with a flower petal, but like maybe <laughs> but I <you> did. did.
0: <laughs> now, when you were beta <laughs> testing, did you accidentally ever shart in the jar?
2: No, I've like, I've, you know, gotten down the diet that is necessary. That's not going to cause that effect. Um, but I've I have made some mistakes along the way.
0: Okay, what are the mistakes? What have you learned in this post mortem of jar farts?
2: Um maybe don't eat like two whole boxes of fiber one bars. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The fact that you had to learn that, I'm like, oh, I don't think that'd be wow. okay anytime. Anytime, it's not okay. So what? Um,
2: I almost went to the room.
0: Oh, that would have been quite a story for you to tell them.
2: So like, you know, I
0: have this business where I fart in jars, and they would have, we would have oh, sent you to the no psych idea. ward. They would have been like, something's wrong here.
2: She made up a business. Have no idea. So what
0: kind of other foods are good for this? I imagine like uh, um, broccoli and Brussels sprouts
2: hmm. Yes. So I did Brussels sprouts. I did like a Brussels sprout salad, black bean salad, a lot of protein powders, yogurts, probiotics. I mean, the like I have a list of foods and right now my pantry is still stocked with like fart foods, but I'm no longer really doing the fart chart. I mean, retired. I have one more batch I have to fulfill. So not really looking forward to that, but it's it's a necessity. I but I am moving away from you know making physical jars of farts and i actually tomorrow have a very important day because i'm launching the first ever fart jar nfts so
0: damn this show is just (laughs) making stars just Just making
2: stars
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing so Mm -hmm. when you gave you were charging a thousand dollars and then i heard you say in the video that you included a personalized note to the person. Now was that because Mm -hmm. they said with the jar I would like a note saying the following? Like how do you write a how do you write a note to a person like John Smith? How do you don't know anything about him? So do you do you just write enjoy the fart?
2: I am a very good writer. I actually wrote a book just Mm -hmm. like you did. Mm -hmm. So I'm good at like pulling things out of my ass. Literally (laughs) (laughs) She's like like a business. A literal business. So I'll uh, I'll write like what I did that day how I'm so excited for them to open it and like what I want them to think about when they're opening their jar and like get really poetic and descriptive about like the scent profile so Jeez, it's very very wow. very in depth.
0: Now what is the best feedback that you've received from any of the jar
2: fart recipients? Well, I mean, one guy said he's been like waiting the, like his whole life for this. <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: I, his, I love that it's like his whole life. Like uh, he, so when he was younger too, like he didn't even know you existed back then. Or the, one day, one day, <laughs> some girl will send me a, a jar, oh, of jar of farts.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you get any negative feedback from people?
2: Um, one I did, yeah. What do you say? Uh, he got, He got his jar broken. Oh. It arrived broken. I don't know how that even happened because I package everything so well. So I actually think he was lying and he was trying to get a free one, like another free one. Fucking asshole. But do you have a Um, a policy? Did
0: Did you have a policy for people like 30 day return?
2: (laughs) No. (laughs) Not really. I mean, like nobody ever asked for a refund, but this guy was giving me a hard time and there was no like, You know, customer policy in place because this was something new that I was like, I I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Should I have lawyer? Is this illegal? (laughs) (laughs) I don't
0: think that's a good question. I don't think so, but maybe FedEx has a policy against it, something because it's like, but I don't even know at that point. Like, I'm I'm sure you couldn't send like a finger across the country on FedEx, but this is Mm medical. Is it medical waste? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. This is a good question. Yeah. We should call them. Let's Medical call them on is. the beginning of this episode and say, "Excuse us, we have some questions."
2: <laughs> oh my god.
0: Now, what do you, what do they do? Like uh, this is what I'm understanding. Okay, so the, they pay you, they get the jar. Has any no. of them given you any information about when they get the jar, what they do with the jar? Like I guess there's several options. Do you save it? Do you just give it like a one-time sniff and you're done? Like mm. what are they okay, saying?
2: Okay, well I've gotten some more feedback since uh the past couple of weeks because a lot of people got their orders for Christmas. And one guy one guy is. told me he tried to he tried to put his dick in the jar, but the jar was too small, so he couldn't fit it in, but he tried. I was like, "You, why would you want to do that?" He's just like, "I don't know, I wanted like my dick to be around like you." And it was really weird. It's, it's but- it doesn't last, <laughs> like it's it's a
0: product that is just here and gone. Like it's like the quickest product ever.
2: I know, but that st- that stench does stay on the flower.
0: Mm. Okay. And it then does. do it any quite of them, a while. do any of them keep the jar for like a special day when they like break it open and
2: Honey. Mm, like a it's a bottle of wine.
0: Yeah, an aged, a beautifully aged fart. Like fourteen yeah. years from now, some guy gets a new job, he pulls it out of his like wine cellar and just smashes it. Oh
2: my gosh. I mean, I hope someone does that. That's like actually beautiful in my opinion. I would
0: have loved someone if some guy like got it for you and like opened it and then he wrote back that he got pink eye. Like,
2: he just oh he put it yeah. right in. Well, I don't cover any medical expenses that may be, you know, so as a result of the fart jars. I should probably put that in my customer policy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, it's just it, honestly good for you. You answer, It's typical business, economics 101. You answered the demand of the market and the demand was for the farts. I yeah. can't believe how much money people are willing to pay you for a fart.
2: I think they love the fact that they're being submissive to me. They're very big fans of mine. They obviously know me from YouTube. A lot of them watch me on the show. And I think it's like a novelty item for a lot because they know that the smell is not going to last forever. But like, you know, they could say, hey, I have a piece of history.
0: Yeah, that's right. Good for you. <laughs> wow. That's like and then so, yes. the, so like the NFT is kind of like the next step. And then what I, what I was thinking about, and you might've already thought of this, but like while you were making these, did you also consider double dipping on the revenue and doing the videos of you making them on your OnlyFans?
2: Oh, you know, I did I that. I know you did. She's, no, I know I did. She's a girl boss. She's a girl boss. Yes, <laughs> I did. I did do that. <laughs> I have been selling fart videos on my unfiltered account and they have been selling even, I think, almost better than the fart jars right now. Wow. People love farting videos. They want me to put on like latex and fart. One guy wanted me in a mini skirt farting. And then people do want to like v- verify the authenticity of the fart jars. So, what better way to do it than to actually film yourself making it?
0: Sure. Wow. Hmm. It's amazing, it's fucking crazy. It's yeah. amazing. I mean, <laughs> hey, good. you guys
2: should come on, come on board. Let's do, You guys could be the new, the fart, the fart. I'm scared. Boys. Uh, I have be the
0: fart boys. Well, I have ulcerative colitis, which is a bowel disease, so I'm scared I'll just keep sharding in the jars. <laughs> I, won't able, I won't be able to make them. <laughs> we can be shard boys. <laughs> we can be sharp. This one could do it probably. Um, yeah, I love
2: it. I'll buy one. So, how does the
0: NFT work? The jar. I don't know anything about NFTs. He does, but like, just give us the one-on-one on that.
2: Yes, so fartjarsnft.com. It's launching tomorrow. It's 5,000 unique drawings of different types of fart jars. So you purchase one, you might get one at random, and 100 of the fart jar NFT digital images will be redeemable for a physical jar of my farts.
0: I thought you said and you were retiring. You're just pivoting.
2: I know. I got a hundred more orders in me. I got a hundred more orders in me. And then I'm done because I did have a medical emergency okay, because of the amount of- What happened? It was really you? bad. Okay. So around the holidays, like a, like a week before Christmas, I had so many shipments to fulfill. And I was overdoing it (laughs) with all of the fibery foods. I was drinking like three protein shakes a day and all of the things were just not agreeing with my stomach. And I started to develop very, very severe, sharp shooting chest pains. And one night I'm laying in bed and I literally thought I was having a heart attack. Like I couldn't. I couldn't breathe in all the way because every time I would take a deep breath, my heart would like go like this. So I called up my friend and I'm like, I think I'm having a heart attack or a stroke. We need to go to the emergency room. So my friend comes to my house and it's like one o'clock in the morning. It's like a few days before Christmas. And I go to the emergency room and like, I didn't tell them that this is from fart jars. I just told them everything that I've been eating. And they were like, Oh my God. So they did a bunch of tests. They did an EKG. They did a blood panel to see if I was actually at risk for having a stroke. Everything came back perfect. And it was kind of assumed that this was just severe gas pain.
0: Wow. But why so. your heart? I was thinking of the vaccine. It's, like
2: push, it's pushing up. <laughs> yeah. It was pushing up so much on like my, my chest that it was making me feel like the sensation of having a heart attack, but I wasn't. It was just like the gases all just building up. So I'm I glad was so you, pissed yeah. off. I feel
0: like I'm glad you live because I can't let the haters win. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. All those people are like, fuck this bitch in the comments. And then you're like, "But yeah. I." you have to live to spend the money to laugh at them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? There was one guy who was like messaging me and commenting and saying like, I hope you lose everything. And that was like playing back in my head while I was laying oh, in the sure. ER. I was like, oh my God, that guy is going to fucking get what he wanted. Like, I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to die because of this. Like my greed has <laughs> oh, <ended shit>.
0: here. <laughs> 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 it,
2: was, it was really scary. I love Those Um, anxiety
0: death spirals. I've had many of those (laughs) at 4 a.m. Your brain just starts going, all the, like, what ifs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. It was terrible.
2: I, I was fine. They discharged me, and they just told me, like, take some gas X, take some magnesium, get things, like, flowing through. And, yeah, so I... I had a near, I guess it was a near death. I thought it was a near death experience. And after that, I was like, okay, like maybe I shouldn't keep on doing this. Also, I have IBS. My whole family has IBS. Like this can't be good long-term for me. So I am just gonna do these hundred orders that I have left for the NFT that's launching tomorrow. And then after that, I think I'm just gonna continue doing unfiltered selling videos of me, you know, I don't know, farting, squishing my face, whatever
0: you're, Whatever it is do you that think I do. I wonder if you'll come out of retirement, like Cher. Like, you know, she keeps retiring <laughs> and then coming back. Because you're still going to be, you'll still be farting, right? But it yeah. will be, like, unforced.
2: Yeah. But it's going to feel weird farting and not making money now. Yeah.
0: No, but you could have just have a jar ready when you feel one coming on and, like, you're watching TV and you just pop it in. Yeah. The market like demand is only, there.
2: Make only, like, small batches.
0: Maybe. Keep them in the fridge? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah,
2: I think so. But I'm like, I'm, a, I'm a, like, a, am a person that loves to like constantly keep on changing, evolving. Like I've had, you know, career changes every six months since I was the age of 21. I mean, I was a stripper. Then I was a wannabe actress. Then I was a YouTuber. Then I was on Patreon. Now I'm on unfiltered. It's like I'm always like going from the one thing to the next. So I think, you know, I'm going to do the NFTs now. We'll see how that goes. Then after that. I don't know. Maybe I'll like, I don't know. Go back to, sc- no, I'm not going to go back to school.
0: No, no, no. God, no. God, that, that's the worst. I- that's the worst idea no. you've had out of all those. Investing no. in education.
2: Fuck that. No. God, yeah, no, no. that.
0: There's no future for college. Please.
2: No. Absolutely not.
0: <laughs> I think you should just keep, you know, maybe spin off, but clearly listen, all the things you're doing being serious here, all the things you're doing, they're working. So it's like, it's yes. not like you're like, you know, these people are always starting businesses and they don't go anywhere. It's just this weird cycle. You know, we all have that friend that's tried like 14 businesses and you're like, the problem's you. So like, that's yes. kind of the thing is like people will try it. And it's like, you clearly have, you know, hit it several times that like you have good intuition. Just try something else. Bob yeah. Well,
2: here's the thing I know myself so well and I know how to sell myself. Because I am, like, a very exploitive person, but only of myself. Sure. So, like, you know, and I'm, like, a use every part of the cow type of gal. So, like, I'm using every part of this body that God gave me. There you go. <laughs> I'm using the gases. And then one day, if, I, if I've, got, I've got nothing left, I'll start selling my organs. I actually <laughs> did donate <my> eggs. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> well, you should find it, young girl, on OnlyFans that you pass the torch to and say like yeah like you know i've done this here are my tips because you you've you've accrued all this knowledge now you want to pass it on to someone else this for this business so try and find someone be like listen it's easy money and train them oh god maybe
2: a coaching program a
0: coaching program see (laughs) you got (laughs) it see you got the (laughs) entrepreneurial mind right there's a couple people listening to this they're like i'm ready i know a girl who would who would pay to learn from you Like, honestly. Amazing. Yeah.
2: I'm very good at like building a brand, marketing myself. But, like, my biggest advice to anybody who's like trying to build a brand is just like, just don't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, that's you know, what stop
2: worrying so much about the brand, like just be true to you and whatever's on your mind. Say it because like everybody's so perfectly, perfectly curated mm-hmm. and like PG online. But and then it's you like, can still
0: see through people's BS. Be- I-, I said to someone yeah. the other day, two, two things in a person that will ensure that they'll never achieve greatness. The first thing is that they're risk averse. So they just never mm-hmm. want to take any risks. And the second thing is that they think they care too much about what people think about them or they need to be liked because to go anywhere and disrupt anything, you're going to get a lot of hate hey, and pushback because you're, you know, changing the status quo. So yeah. I agree with you. That, that's good advice.
2: Oh my God. That's like, I, I, what you just said, I want to like, Show that to my friends and tell them like this is why you're not getting anywhere in life. Like that's exactly the reason. Well, tell them to
0: listen to this podcast because I want to buy a fucking house like you. I mean, I'm over here. You know, I'm insanely talented. (laughs) I should have a mansion. And there's idiots out there that like are not even funny. And it's a it's a problem. Okay, I'm underappreciated. But uh, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, So we're going to put your information in the show notes, uh, including your Instagram. And then maybe we'll just check in with you in a couple months and see what else you're up to. And we're happy to have you on. That'd
2: be so amazing. Thank you guys so much for having me on. It was so nice.
0: Yeah, no problem. Take care. Thanks a lot. All right. Bye. 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 Wow, that was something. That was something. Wow. I feel like I need a cigarette. (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> <Fuck. laughs> she's fun. She's so smart and she's, funny. She's that's a that's a real girl boss.
1: Yeah, a real girl boss.
0: Yeah, and she didn't have to kill people like Hillary Clinton. No, that's Jordan. <laughs> this is not good for my uh, for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep we, making those we jokes. Can't keep bringing them. Up. <laughs> these are not things that i believe i'm just saying what others are saying yeah we just you know yeah Yeah. okay well anyways if you want to get more bonus content from the show go to patreon.com slash unmentionable podcast that's where the video of this podcast is exclusively hosted every week so if you want to see the guests including last week uh our porn star in studio or if you want to see stephanie you go on there you can sign up And get a full video of the show. You'll also get access to all the old archives of the show. Bunch of bonus episodes. Uh, You'll see some of the episodes that we've locked on Spotify. Those are on there as well. It's just everything's on there. Super easy. Patreon.com slash unmentionable podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.